The podcast is also sponsored by my good friend Tiger at It's Tiger Music on Instagram at itztiger.music. You can find all his work on Spotify, SoundCloud, and iTunes. He does all the music and tracks for the Block Hash podcast. Go check him out. Also, don't forget to check out Blockhash Plus on Patreon. This is something that's new, where you can learn more about trading, technical analysis, and charting, all for the price of two cups of coffee a month. That's pretty damn cheap. Sign up at patreon.com slash Blockhash. And last but definitely not least, Blockhash is offering consulting for all your blockchain needs. Buying, exchanging, selling, safe storage, tokenization, NFT creation, point of sale, you name it. We can help you. Go to blockhashpodcast.com slash consulting and let's talk. What's up, guys? It is Wednesday, February 17th, episode 109. And this week, this Wednesday, Tia Shin joins me to discuss Namebase. So get this, you pay companies to rent .com or .net, you don't even own the actual domain. You can get blocked, you can get censored, you can get deplatformed. With Namebase, you can own your own name on the decentralized internet using any extension, .whatever pretty much. There are pretty much unlimited domains that you can monetize, that you can own, that are secure, that are private, tons of benefits to doing this, and I highly recommend you check it out. With that said, be sure to subscribe and share this episode with somebody that you think would like to learn more about blockchain, Tshin, and Namebase. Enjoy. Welcome to the podcast. Glad to have you on. How you doing? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me. Yeah, of course, of course. So before we jump in and start talking about Namebase and what you're doing there and all the cool stuff. Tell me a little bit about yourself and your background. Um, you know, what, what's your story? How did you get into the space? Um, give my audience a little bit of an idea of who you are. Yeah, totally. Um, you know, my professional background is mainly in Silicon Valley. Uh, mm-hmm. It's a little bit alternative. So when I was 16, I actually uh, dropped out of high school to start working in the Valley Worked for a tech company called Teespring. They're funded by uh, y Combinator, which is the startup accelerator that also funded uh, Dropbox and Airbnb and Reddit, um, you know, a bunch of other companies as well, DoorDash. Uh, and basically, I ended up working there as a software engineer for about a year before uh, actually starting my own company. Um, and I ran that company for a year. We also went through YC as well for my own startup. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, just like buzzing through this, did that for a year, realized that uh, I wanted to go to school, so I applied to MIT, got in, was very fortunate, uh, ended up going to MIT for two years, and that's where I met, my, I met my current co-founder, Anthony, and we just started exploring a bunch of different ideas. Uh, we we're looking at ideas in the blockchain space, it was around 2018 era, um, and there was, uh, you know, still stuff, exciting stuff happening at the time, and we came across Handshake, which is this decentralized domain name protocol. Um, and just for reference, uh, domain names are like, you know, google.com, youtube.com. These are all different domain names. Uh, namebase.io is another domain name. And they're all uh, part of what's called the domain name system, which is kind of the centralized architecture that basically uh, is the backbone of the internet today. And um, effectively what Handshake does is it's creating a decentralized 
protocol for domain names that makes them more censorship resistant and secure. And Anthony and I were both, you know, come from an engineering background. We got super excited about that. And we want to build uh, a tool that would make it, you know, more likely to get adoption, easier for people to use. Uh, so then we go and we started Namebase and uh, we've been working on Namebase for the past two, three years now. Um, we raised funding for it. I uh, also got the TL fellowship to go and work on Namebase. So that's kind of a, a gist of my past few years. And, uh, you know, where I am today is we're just running Namebase, trying to help uh, grow adoption for Handshake. Sweet. Is this your first company or did you start a company before those? Yeah, this is the second company. The first company uh, I started with through YC uh, back in 2016, and that was a recruiting startup. So it's a bit of a different okay, industry. Cool. cool. California based? Mm-hmm. Yep. Where from? Uh, San Francisco. Very cool. Very cool. I'm not based in California, but I did go to college there. <laughs> oh, nice. Nice. Yeah, I love the warm weather. Um, yeah, is Handshake a token or is it its own blockchain? I've actually haven't heard of it before. Yeah, totally. Uh, a lot of people haven't heard about Handshake, um, although the it's been growing a lot, actually. Not the uh, the price, interestingly enough, but the assets on Handshake, the value of them has been growing exponentially. Um, but I can get to that later. Basically, it's a it's its own blockchain. It's a proof-of-work-based blockchain. Uh, functions similarly to Bitcoin, except it has a covenant system that basically allows you to register domain names on-chain. It's actually very similar in vision to, uh, if you go and read some of the old uh, Bitcoin talk forums, Satoshi actually specked out a a vision for like a domain name system built on top of Bitcoin uh, called BitDNS. And uh, he kind of had this similar vision. Um, And Handshake is basically uh, very, uh, very similar to that vision. It's its own blockchain and allows you to register the domain names uh, on on its own blockchain. And there's a uh, token that basically allows you to go and register the names. And that's what the uh, token is used for. Okay, so it's specifically designed for the domain names, the creation of these decentralized decentralized domain names. Exactly, yeah, it's very focused on that. And it's it's a very specific layer of the domain names. So the domain name system is actually uh, like kind of like a tree. At the top, you have the extension. So like .com, .io, .net. Mm These are all domain name extensions. They're called top level domain names. And then from there, it branches out. You know, you can have a .com domain, .io domain, .net domain, et cetera. And uh, the root of that is controlled by this organization called ICANN, which is, you know, it's, you have all the issues that you get with a centralized entity. You have corruption, you have cronyism, you have rent seeking. Um, and then you also have security issues as, as well uh, that, that are part of that. And what Handshake is trying to do is it's trying to decentralize the top level. It's decentralizing the top level domain names. So what you can register on Handshake, it's not like a normal like .com domain name. It's actually the domain extension itself. Mm-hmm. So you could, for example, register you know .namebase or .nakamoto or .defi, uh, and then you actually own that name at the top level, and you can actually mm-hmm. create uh, subdomains uh, at the second level for yourself, and you can basically own that entire tree. Have you had issues with ICANN, you know, reaching out saying, hey, you guys can't do this or shouldn't do this? I, I had ENS on the podcast like way back in the day. Uh, Nick Johnson, I think was his name. God, it's been a long time. OG episode. Um, but yeah, we, we were talking about that at one point. And he was you know, diving into how with ENS, there's been, you know, some issues with ICANN, you know, kind of nudging them hey you probably shouldn't do this or shouldn't do that or are you like an actual domain or are you like different than that so i know that that's been an issue with some other 
um, you know, players in the past that have also done decentralized domains. But have you guys had any issue with that or have they ever reached out to you or? Yeah, totally. So the interesting thing with ICANN is, you know, they're basically the uh, incumbents of the legacy infrastructure. And uh, philosophically, ENS and Handshake are very different. So ENS tries really hard to work within the existing ICANN system, uh, within their governance model, whereas Handshake is explicitly trying to not only decentralize the uh, domaining infrastructure, but also decentralize the governance of it. So for example, all of the names registered on Handshake are done uh, through a completely decentralized auction. And there's no central authority that's like, oh, you get this domain extension and you get this domain extension. Uh, so it's completely decentralized. And so the, the analogy to ICANN would be, you know, if ICANN was like the existing cab industry, Handshake would be Uber. Uh, and really the goal of Handshake is to uh, circumvent the ICANN system uh, and allow you to register uh, completely permissionless uh, domain names uh, on the Web3 internet uh, backed by a blockchain. And so it is like a little bit conflicting, but mm -hmm. there have been steps taken to actually make sure that uh, there are very limited conflicts. So for example, on Handshake, you can register any domain extension except for the existing ICANN TLDs. So there are about 1500 ICANN TLDs that you uh, can't register. Um, and then any other name you can go and register. And ICANN currently isn't issuing new TLDs. And so you actually don't really have that conflict issue. Um, and you know, for reference, there are over 460,000 uh, domain extensions registered on Handshake. It's only been live for a year. So over 460,000 uh, names have been registered. And so uh, you know, 1,500 out of 460,000 are like not able to be registered. Uh, so that's kind of how Handshake has taken steps to actually make sure that people can actually go and adopt it and you know change their DNS settings and start using Handshake for their DNS without ever having to actually uh, you know have an issue with the existing you know ICANN domain names. Yeah, can you give me an example of one? Is are you talking about when you say like the TLDs? Are you talking about like the extensions, like the .dot coms and stuff like that? Or are you talking about like the company attached to that? Yeah. So for example. On Handshake, you can register uh, a domain extension. Like let's say you register, uh, we have NB, right? Uh, mm -hmm. For name base. And we have a site up at uh, welcome.nb. So if you're using a Handshake resolver, uh, which you can use through NextDNS, uh, and there's some other um, implementations coming out too. Actually, Brave is looking to integrate Handshake as well. So then that'll be natively supported in mm -hmm. Brave. But uh, if you're using a resolver or if you're using a gateway like hns.to, so if you go to hns.to, that's just like a normal, you know, web 2.0 gateway and you can type in welcome.nb and it'll resolve to a website that is, you know, a, a normal, simple website. But the interesting thing is you can actually use the domain extension as the domain itself. It's basically a, a dotless domain name. So for example, I have Tieshan on uh, Handshake and I could go and create a website at home.tieshan, but I can also use Tieshan itself as my website name. So hmm. using Handshake, I can actually just go and type Tieshan in my browser and it'll resolve to my personal site. Um, and you can also use uh, hns.to too. So if you go to tieshan.hns.to, it'll also resolve to the Handshake website, uh, even without you connecting to Handshake. What do you need in terms of a resolver? It's like ENS, you can use like MetaMask and it just, and it just works as a Chrome extension. Do you need anything similar to that? I mean, you mentioned yeah. something about like working with like Brave or something like that or some other things. 
Yeah, exactly. So then, you know, the the ways that you would actually go and resolve Handshake uh, is multifaceted. One is at the browser level, you can have an integration, in which case, if you're just using the browser, then you just go and type in the name and that's that's it. Uh, you can also use a Chrome extension. So it functions similarly to, uh, you know, ENS or like an IPFS gateway, right? It's like you can have a Chrome extension for that, or you can use a gateway for that. Uh, and all those solutions exist in Handshake. Uh, and those are some of the ways that you can go and resolve the names. Okay, cool, cool. If if I set up like Amazon dot like Amazon or something like that, is that like a big no no? Like, is there like a uh, there? Yeah, great question. So one of the reasons why, because we didn't create Handshake, we uh, mm -hmm. discovered the protocol, and then just given our engineering background, we were very excited about the prospects of it. Um, but we were also really excited about it and bullish on it because of the mechanisms that were baked into the protocol that uh, we thought were very, uh, very deliberately thought out to actually make sure that the existing, you know, Web 2.0 world can transition yeah. over to uh, a decentralized internet. And so something that was done is uh, all of the Alexa top 100K domain names. So for example, like amazon.com, google.com, those names were pre-reserved on Handshake so that only those domain owners can actually go and claim those names. And there's a, a decentralized process for actually going and doing that claim. But basically, only Amazon.com can claim .amazon on Handshake. So this makes it possible for these existing you know, big companies uh, in the well, 2.0 world to go and you know, even if they hear about Handshake two years from now, they'll still be able to get their name and they won't have to worry about some squatter um, you know, basically holding it for ransom. Okay, cool. So, I mean, there's some balance there too. So, I mean, it's decentralized, but at the same time, you know, the companies, there's also benefit incentive to, you know, buy the name and, um, and then, yeah, they can avoid that issue. Exactly. Exactly. And the cool thing about it is it's not some like centralized, uh, you know, trusted third party. That's like, oh yeah, we're going to decide who gets what TLD it's, uh, that was actually, uh, that code was baked directly into the protocol, so it can't be changed anymore, and no one can actually prevent Amazon from going and doing that claim. So it's like, a, you know, at the onset of the mm -hmm. protocol, this was coded in, uh, but past that, there's no, you know, centralization involved at all. Cool, cool. So, okay, let's say I want to set up my name because I want to do like a, um, a resume or a personal bio or something like that. What's, what's the process like? How do I go about setting it up if I did it today? Yeah, so uh, that's why we created Namebasis basically to make it really easy to go and get a handshake name without having to be a programmer that can you know, download a, a CLI client and do all these mm -hmm. uh, you know, crazy commands and whatnot. And so basically what you can do is you can go on Namebase, you can uh, buy HNS, uh, you can actually do it without KYC um, with uh, Bitcoin, actually. So we support that. So you go and buy HNS, and then you go and bid on uh, your handshake name. Um, so we have like a domain search panel where you can go and search for your name. And basically what happens is if no one's uh, uh, bid on it yet, it'll open up an auction. And this all happens completely on chain. So Namebase provides like a front end for it, kind of like a you know block explorer, basically. And we let you see what's the activity and whatnot. But basically all of this activity happens on the chain. So you can go and submit a bid. It starts an auction. Um, that auction runs for five days uh, where you know everyone can, uh, anyone can go and place a bid. And as long as you place the highest bid, you'll win that name. Um, and then you pay the second highest bid price. So let's say you bid 100 HNS on your name and I bid 10 HNS. You would only pay 10 HNS to win that name. 
Uh, and importantly, you're not actually paying it to Namebase or any other like, you know, foundation or something like that. Uh, mm -hmm. That 10HNS just gets burned on chain, which creates a deflationary effect for the coin. Uh, but after that, you know, you now own the name and you can actually go and, you know, create a website for it. Uh, you can create a decentralized link tree for it. We have a few uh, applications that we built that make it really easy to set up some websites on Handshake. So we can create a decentralized link tree. We call it D-Links. You can set up redirects. Uh, you can set up a WordPress site. Um, or you can, you know, uh, edit the DNS re records just like you would for a normal domain name uh, mm -hmm. and basically do whatever you want with it. Gotcha. So you have to, you, so yeah, you bid on it, uh, like auction style, once you decide what you want, and then you, you do that with HNS or the HNS token. Where do you buy that? Like Bitrix, Binance or something yeah. like that? Oh yeah. So you can just buy that directly on Namebase. Oh, okay. With with Ethereum, Bitcoin. Uh, so you you buy it with uh, Bitcoin, uh, or you can buy it with U.S. dollars. So if you're in the U.S., we actually have a fiat on ramp, so actually just buy that with U.S. dollars. And then if you're outside of the U.S., uh, we currently only support buying it with Bitcoin, uh, but we are uh, supporting buying with uh, U.S. dollars globally. Uh, you know, within the next six months. So you know, right now it might be like a little bit more annoying uh, than necessary to actually get HNS uh, if you're outside the U.S. Uh, but very soon it should be, you know, as easy as using your debit card to make a payment. Very cool. I mean, that seems easy enough too. That's what people want, right? They want to be able to do something like this and have all the benefits and have it be pretty simple and streamlined to, you know, set up and figure out and, um, buy and sell too. I saw on the website that you can like, um, not only just buy them and own them, but you can, you know, uh, trade them like on your exchange or whatever too. Like what's going, what, what goes into that? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So that's the other cool thing is we also have a marketplace for the names. So you might find like, let's say you're looking for, uh, you know, I'll just look right now for Brandon and see um, if that's been registered already. So, uh, oh, Brandon actually, oh, it's starting in two days. So actually, that's a really good, that's really good time. You can go and bid on your name because otherwise, usually first names as well, they go for like a good amount. So the interesting thing is because it's like a auction system, some mm -hmm. names can go for free, right? If no one else bid on your name, then you would get your name for free. Mm -hmm. uh, all the way up to the most expensive name sold, I think is .wallet, which sold for 350,000 HNS, uh, which is around $50,000 at the time. So you can you know have a huge range from $0 to $50,000. Right. Um, and then actually on the secondary market, uh, .nft, we just announced this, .nft was resold um, on the Namebase marketplace for $84,000. So it was initially bought for around $500 um, in August. And then now, just a few months later, the owner was able to resell it for uh, $84,000, which is like a 170X uh, increase uh, in appreciation. So mm -hmm. it's actually really great that your, your name hasn't um, released yet because it's, it's better to be able to bid directly right. uh, before having to buy it in the secondary marketplace. So, but, um, so is someone else bidding on my name right now or do I need to go take it real quick? <laughs> um, no, so it, it hasn't released yet. So it's, it's literally releasing in, in uh, two days, uh, oh, but there will definitely be people bidding on it. Uh, we also show you how many people have viewed your name on Namebase. If you go to uh, you know, namebase.io slash domains slash Brandon, uh, and you can see it's, it's had a, uh, 43 unique views. So there'll probably be some uh, you know, bidding activity on that name, um, but uh, you know, it's definitely winnable. Yeah, some famous Brandons out there, so I gotta, I gotta grab that one. Um, what, yeah. <laughs> what about like, like shorter ones? Like my last name is like four letters. Zemp. Is that something you can also register? Or do you have like a limit on how few characters can be in the name? 
yeah, you can register. Um, you can register uh, as little as you know one character domain oh, names. Cool. Um, yeah, but those are usually like the most expensive ones. So, for example, like .x is another one. Uh, that one went for uh, three hundred thousand HNS, you know, thirty to forty thousand uh, dollars. But then Zemp actually was uh, sold for zero HNS. So no one else, someone already registered that. No one uh, else bid on it, and so the winner of that was able to register it for free. Um, but what we can, what we do on the name of this marketplace is you can actually go and make an offer, so that even if someone went and registered your name, you can mm -hmm. still uh, buy it. And uh, you know, it's basically like an NFT. It's like an NFT marketplace. And someone registered the, my last name. What? Yeah. <laughs> really? It's not that yeah. common. I'm I know. It's related be, to them. <laughs> maybe, maybe they're your brother or something. <laughs> Yeah, but that's like the cool thing is like, you know, people, have, there's like an economy for these names now. And the really cool thing is um, the marketplace has been growing at 60% month over month for the past, uh, I think it's actually 70% month over month for the past six months. And so it's uh -huh. been growing exponentially. Uh, the names of value, right? Like I just shared that that NFT was bought for $500 and then sold for $84,000. And a lot of names are you know being bought for really cheap and be, being resold. We're still really early into the ecosystem, uh, but we're already starting to see this like economy. So for you know people who are into trading NFTs or into uh, collectibles, uh, it's actually a really amazing uh, ecosystem to jump into. Oh yeah, NFT marketplaces right now are going crazy. <laughs> I think OpenSea just had like record volume or something in the last couple of days in January. Oh really? Yeah, I'm not surprised. Yeah, same same for us. <laughs> <laughs> nice, nice. Um, do you guys have an extension that you see that's grabbed the most? That's like the most popular to get? Like, is there like a dot NFT or, or dot crypto something or something like that that you just see pop up that people want? Yeah. So we see, um, you know, there are definitely like trends that are, uh, that people are into. So for example, like last names, right? So mm -hmm. if you have uh, your name, uh, .zemp, and then you can have Brandon.zemp as your domain name. And so uh, people have these themes that they go for uh, their last names. Um, some people are going after like more like adult industry names, right? Like .x or .xx. Mm. Um, and so that's another theme. And then another one was, uh, you know, NFTs and crypto, uh, crypto native, crypto specific names. Those are really appealing uh, as well. And so that's a really interesting thing about it. It's like a game where it's like, okay, can you identify what the trends are that are valuable? You know, the person who got NFT, like that's like a great payday, right? Basically getting $80,000 for free. Um, and uh, other people are really getting and finding these niches and be like, okay, like this, you know, community hasn't discovered yet. Like, can we get their names for them? And, you know, people also gift names a lot as well uh, because they're also trying to grow adoption of the network and grow usage. Um, and so it's, it's definitely an interesting ecosystem. And there's, there's all sorts of uh, trends I can kind of play into. Nice. Nice. Now it, it sounds really interesting. I'm going to have to set up a bunch at some point here. What, in terms of like security and like privacy and stuff like that, because you know it's decentralized and um, you know not everything's necessarily recorded. Like, does it give you a degree of anonymity or full anonymity? Um, does it track your IP or what are the limits to that? Or is it com like completely anonymous? Because um, I know there's probably a lot of people that are wondering that. Um, you know, right now when they listen to it, is you know to what degree is there the, the privacy and security? Yeah, totally. So uh, for the protocol itself, so Handshake as a blockchain, 
the uh, anonymity model is basically the same as Bitcoin. Uh, so you have, you know, every transaction is public on chain and there are, you know, uh, wallets that are uh, associated with each transaction, um, but it's uh, effectively pseudonymous, just like Bitcoin is pseudonymous. Uh, and then when you use Namebase, so we're a, uh, you know, regulated US exchange. And so when you use that, you might have to go in KYC to get the coins to go and purchase the name. Uh, but actually something that we recently enabled is that you can actually go and create an account and get HNS. Uh, just for bidding. So you can't like actually sell the HNS uh, without KYC, but you can actually get the HNS just for bidding, uh, get your name and withdraw your name without having to provide any uh, you know, personal info. Um, and we're actually going to make that even more smooth. And so you know, in the future, we'll support like USDC or you know, other protocols uh, and also make it so that you don't even need to create an account. And basically what we're trying to do is make it so that you know, if you want to uh, buy and sell the coin, right, if you want to like invest in the coin, that's going to be the same as any other exchange. It's like we need to, you know, for better or for worse, we need to kind of collect that info. Uh, but if you just want to get the name, uh, right now it's possible to get it without providing personal info. But in the future, you'll not only be able to do that uh, as you can now, but you can do that like in an even more streamlined way. Uh, and that's what we're trying to get to just because that also supports the ethos of the protocol um, and supports all the use cases that you might want to use it for as much as possible. Okay, cool. What about like a hash? Like if I went to like IPFS and I input some kind of media and got a hash out, like on ENS, I can plug that in and it'll resolve that hash. Can you do something similar as well? Like if you didn't want to do a website, you want to do something more creative, but more decentralized. Yeah, yeah, you can 100% do that. So you can uh, associate any uh, type of record with your handshake name and uh, the gateways also respect that. So for example, you can uh, point your name to an IPFS hash and then that'll go and resolve through a gateway. Uh, or for example, like D-Links, the decentralizing tree that I mentioned, that's using a protocol, a storage protocol called uh, Skynet, uh, created oh. by the SIA protocol team. And mm -hmm. they um, it basically points to a Skynet hash, and then you're actually able to resolve a fully decentralized website using your handshake name. Uh, so you can do that uh, today, which is really cool. Yeah, Skynet. That that sounds a little scary. Are you sure? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I feel like they should have chosen a, a different, <laughs> different. I, I don't know if that was a good a name to pick. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, but that's like that's the cool thing that we're seeing is you know when we when we started Namebase, we our thesis was that as uh, you know centralization and censorship grew and got worse on the Web 2.0 internet, uh, there's going to be an increasing need for a decentralized DNS for the web 3.0 internet. Uh, mm -hmm. Because the thing that most people don't realize is, you know, if you think about the, the internet protocol stack, you have TCP, IP, you have HTTP, um, and then you have DNS, uh, and you have some other protocols, application specific protocols like email, et cetera. Uh, but DNS is actually the, the, at the center of the internet. You know, it's, it's an entry point uh, on your web browser, right? The, the first thing you do on a web browser, you type in a domain name, right? You type in mm -hmm. google.com or youtube.com or facebook.com. So it's actually a front and center uh, infrastructure for the internet. And it's one of the most important pieces of the infrastructure that needs decentralizing. So that was our thesis for it. And now what we've seen over the past few years is that thesis is basically coming to fruition. You know, just this last month, we have Trump's deplatforming, Partler getting uh, shut down across every layer of the stack, right? AWS banning them and all these other mm -hmm. service providers. We have the uh, WhatsApp exodus to Signal, uh, which is crazy to see. Now Signal has a huge jump in users. 
we have the Wall Street bets getting banned from uh, Discord, and so we're seeing the the you know the the centralized internet basically break down and you know breaking at the seams. And now there's this massive wave of decentralization. And uh, you know the way we see it is Handshake is that decentralized DNS protocol that can provide that front end for the internet, and you can basically compose it with all the other uh, internet uh, decentralized internet protocols that are now released. Right? We have Filecoin, we have IPFS, we have Skynet. And these are protocols that, when you compose them together, are actually going to be uh, the foundational protocols for the web, you know, decentralized web 3.0 internet that'll solve a lot of the problems that uh, exist in the current internet. Um, and so that's kind of uh, our, our motivation. It sounds like it bodes incredibly well for you guys too, given the fact that there's privacy issues, uh, monetary issues, and people moving out of the stock market right now uh, to decentralized assets, cryptos, things like that. People moving out of WhatsApp into Signal. Um, you know, people choosing to gamble their $600 check <laughs> versus, you know, just going to the store and buying whatever they can. I mean, it just feels like the system is a joke right now and the, all the centralized bodies and powers uh, that be, you know, everyone's starting to push back against that. And I imagine, you know, places where they can have a platform and not get deplatformed or canceled, you know, cause that's another issue as well on all these social media platforms. Um, I imagine for you guys having these decentralized domains gives people um, a huge ability and advantage to, you know, move out of that system, I guess. Yeah, yeah, a hundred percent. It's um, you know, it's both uh, fortunate and unfortunate, right? It's like our thesis is correct, but the bad thing is our thesis is correct, and we're starting to see this, uh, you know, trend uh, crystallize. And the way that I look at it is, it's effectively, you know, getting your name on Handshake is basically insurance uh, against the centralized internet. Mm -hmm. And so, something that you might see on Twitter. Uh, if you start following, you know, people who are, you know, handshake enthusiasts is people change their names to their name slash. So for example, on Twitter, I'm Tieshan Slash. And that just indicates that it's a, my handshake name. So if I ever get, you know, banned on Twitter or whatever, anyone can always find me at uh, my Tieshan name on handshake. And then and I'll always be able to update that. So that makes it possible so that if anyone ever, you know, if I ever get shut down, uh, people can still access who want to reach out to me can still access my decentralized page because it's also hosted on Skynet and they'll always be able to access that and I can go and update that. So it's really just insurance against the uh, centralized internet failing. And you know what we're seeing now is like, okay, it's, it, that insurance seems like it's gonna have to pay out because uh, the centralized internet is just kind of breaking down. Um, you know, the number one domainer in the world, this guy, Andrew Rosner, he's, he literally sells millions of domain names every year. He's like number one on sro.com. He actually sold x.com to uh, Elon Musk. And he's actually uh, getting hand into handshake names now. Uh, and the way he described it was when he first discovered it a year ago, he thought of it as this like little toy, you know, just like a fun thing to play around with on the side. Uh, and now he increasingly sees it as a hedge uh, because he sees like the issue, you know, he, he's, he's deep into the existing system, right? Like he has made all of his wealth just uh, off of domain names in the existing system. And now he sees it as an important hedge because, um, the, the existing system seems to be breaking down. And so it's increasingly important for him to actually uh, increase his exposure to Handshake because it's gonna be the thing that you know, protects him uh, as issues with the traditional domains uh, arise. Yeah, it's smart and it makes a lot of sense. You know, him doing that, buying them up, you doing that just in case for some reason you got deplatformed or anyone, you know, it, it makes a lot of sense to do that. Um, 
Can you attach like a, a payment address to it as well, similar to Ethereum, or does that require more, you know, third-party cooperation, like with like Coinbase or um, one of these other platforms to resolve it? Or is that um, integrated in already, or something maybe you guys want to do in the future? Yeah, totally. So uh, you can, you know, you can attach any uh, data to it. So you can attach a wallet address to it. Um, I will say though that, like, you know, one of the th- uh, aspects of getting that to work really well is you want to do more like wallet integrations and partnerships. Um, and that's not something that we've done uh, before, but we are starting to get into that. And so uh, like one, yes, you can attach, attach a wallet to it, but you know, over the next year, we're going to make that increasingly uh, seamless as part of the experience so that you can actually go and do that and, you know, use it in the wallets that you use day to day. So that's something that I would look, you know, expect in the next 12 months. Okay. So something to keep an eye on. Yeah, exactly. Okay, cool. Cool. Well, before we wrap it up and everything, because um, I think we've covered quite a lot of stuff, um, where can people find you on social media? Where can they learn more about Namebase? Is the website the blessed, blessed, best place to go? Is there a, a blog? Um, you tell me. Yeah, totally. So the website, Namebase.io, that's going to be the easiest way to get, way to get started on Handshake. Um, and in terms of myself, I'm Tieshan R on Twitter, uh, but probably the easier way is just if you go to uh, Tieshan on Handshake, uh, you can just use hns.to for that. So it's just tieshan.hns.to. And I list out all of my social links there. Uh, we also have a site up for uh, Namebase as well at NB. So that might be an easy, even easier one. Just go to nb.hns.to and uh, you'll be able to find our website, our Discord. We have a learning center as well, a bunch of resources to get started. Um, and of course, we also have like a support channel. So if anyone ever asks on you know, Intercom or in our Discord, uh, we're pretty responsive there too. Cool, cool. Well, hey man, thanks for taking the time to come on and talk about Namebase and HNS and all this uh, cool stuff surrounding decentralized domains and you know everything you can do with them and the, the far-reaching benefits of having them you know now especially with all the chaos and every everyone starting to kind of fight back and revolt against you know the centralized system we live in um interesting times very interesting times but thank you for coming on really appreciate it um i think my audience will appreciate it as well awesome thanks for having me brandon of course stay safe stay healthy talk to you again soon